0: Hi, I'm The Witch, and what you're about to hear is the podcast equivalent of found footage. The recordings are raw, poorly edited, and at times, incoherent. I don't fully understand where they came from or even how they got to me, despite the fact that the voice you hear appears to be mine. All I ask is that you suspend disbelief and simply listen to these messages in the hope that we do not face the same fate. Babs, give me some lights. Give me some music. Atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed, recording equipment is live, and I'm... We're living the dream, folks. The doomsday clock finally hits zero hour. Speaking of which, timestamp. Anyway, what's the purpose of these recordings? Well, my name is Witch, and I figured someone should get something from this apocalypse. And it's me. No, actually... It's you. Take these recordings for what they're worth and enjoy them. For those of you that don't know, the Doomsday Clock is a symbolic clock face analogizing humankind's proximity to extinction. Like I said, it hit zero hour, the brown stuff hit the oscillating air mover. As I'm slowly learning, the ancient entertainment vids pretty much hit the mark in terms of what was going to happen. Except Cherry 2000, the sex droids in this reality pretty much went Skynet so 90% of the guys left in Vegas are now (coughs) units. moving on from that this week was no better than last week in between running for my life and looking for stuff to scavenge I saw albino vampires, juggers, half-crow cyborgs, hell I even had two giant iguanas with fins taped to their back chase me all the way back to the bunker luckily I found this awesome motorbike. Before I start, here's a quick status update. The colony of sentient Twinkies were conquered by a rival group of mutant hot dogs, and the 7 Eleven is now in a state of snack based civil war. Should have mentioned earlier for those of you that aren't bunker bound and potentially living above ground in amongst all that stuff, Babs stands for Bunker Automated Biological Support System. Essentially, Babs keeps the air flowing, the doors locked, handles all the tech stuff, and it's someone to talk to. Thanks, boy. As I was saying, I found this bike. It runs pretty well, but it looks like it may have belonged to the cult of Bay. Those weirdos believe that Michael Bay's movies were predictions of the future, or mankind will become what Bay prophesized, or something. Like that. Anyway, the only thing I haven't tested is this big red button on the tank. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? It turns into the world's largest and most pointless looking VCR. Well, guess I'll press play. What's the worst that can happen?
1: Did you know that me and Alan Ladd
0: were exactly the same height? All right, rest!
1: You! John Wintergreen, you ain't no Superman. Good
0: morning, pigs. I hate that motorcycle they make me ride. Good morning, you fascist. Are you holding anything you shouldn't be? No, way. I'm totally cool, man. Honkies!
1: You see, you've been back only six weeks, and I'm gonna do for you what it took somebody six months to do for me. Yes, sir, what's that? Nothing.
0: I'm going to talk to you this morning about self-control and law enforcement.
1: I want to blow your rotten little heart out.
0: No! This country is undergoing a precisely formulated conspiracy of police genocide.
1: That's right. The officer in charge is talking to you, and he's saying that that you're going to be arrested as an accessory after the fact. In a murder case! Once you go out there and dig up the whole world, maybe you can find the gun. Did you know that loneliness would kill you deader than a 357 Magnum?
0: And of course, the fucking thing explodes. Goddamn bayites. Alright,
1: stop. Collaborate and listen.
0: Thanks, Ice. So, back over details. Despite the random porn music, abuse, and disconnected dialogue, this movie is actually 1973's Electroglide in Blue. Based on the cover, I thought it was some sort of weird buddy comedy about a street smart hobbit called Electroglide who joins the police force. Private Benjamin style. Again, wrong. Officially, bored with his highway traffic duties, Arizona motorcycle patrolman John Winogreen, and remember that name, John Winogreen, is assigned to homicide where his polite investigation style irks his macho boss. That says nothing about this fucking movie. It stars Robert Blake, who I have seen in reruns of Beretta, down at the Tomorrow Man Tavern. But that's the story for another day. First impressions, what the fuck is up with this movie? Is it a western? Is it a cop drama? Is it anti-hippie propaganda? Anyway, on the plus side, early intro to boobs. So, under the sheets, in a naughty, and well and truly pleased to see Big John. That's John Winogreen. Other than that, I hate everyone in this movie, and I was happy when they died. What I learned from this movie... Filthy hobbitses, hate being motorcycle cops. In case you didn't know his name, it's John Winogreen or Big John. You ain't nobody unless you've got a porn stash. John Winogreen loves being at boob height or at least perving on possibly underage girls. Apparently, autopsies are expensive and no one gives a shit about old dead bastards. Best way to do medical work is with a smoke hanging out in your mouth. Good thing your patient was already dead. Old Willie must be the official name for crazy guys running around in their long Johns. I've met at least three in the last year. Hobbitses just want a brown suit and a cowboy hat. Big John wears a hat that looks like he got it at a kid's birthday party. My name is John Winnegreen. Officer John Winnegreen, in case you missed it. And apparently, Big John can do it three times in one morning. Nice work, Hobbitses. Just remember, Big John, halve is all man and don't you say otherwise a drunk zipper is an asshole even John Winogreen calls himself John Winogreen when he talks to himself and Big John can recognize a perp from a hundred meters away wearing a helmet riding a motorbike and most importantly Jolene while she has great boobs is a mean drunk questions I asked myself after watching this movie doesn't have their national flag on their bedroom wall over their bed so they can do it for their country if they're in the middle of the desert how come there's fucking people everywhere and a random food truck with small children why was the coroner farmer gene from killer clowns from outer space a movie where I learned to distrust clowns and never open the door to them why can't the Harley Electroglides catch anything not even a shitbox bongo van Was the editor on crack? Sepia tones and random long shots lead me to think, yes. Why can't Big John apparently smell pig shit when he's knee deep in it? Uh, Why do the motorcycle cops hate their bikes so much and want to drive them on shitty roads through the desert and dry creek beds? No one should do that to a perfectly good Harley. And most importantly, who got the Batman? Final thoughts. I think this movie was a choose-your-own-genre. The writer clearly didn't care enough to decide, so just make it up for your self. Apparently hobbitses not only don't like motorcycles, they also hate easy rider. Filthy hobbitses. If a hobbit is going to a cowboy cop prom, they wear cowboy boots, a lovely frilly shirt, a big white hat, and no pants. And, oh my God, Big John gets both barrels of the red crayon gun in the chest and dies sitting in the middle of the road. Boilers! Followed by the longest fucking panback out in history. Seriously, five minutes before the credits roll. See it to believe it. Babs, what's your verdict?
1: I have no strong feelings one way or the other.
0: <laughs> On that note, enjoy some mini-tunes while I try and clean up some of this mess. Hello my friends, it's Vicus here from District 9 Snacks here to tell you about our new line of prawn flavoured crisps. They're made from 100% prawn and are completely organic. By organic, I mean made of organs. Best of all, every packet comes with a chance to contain a very special black crisps made with extra seasoning. So enjoy District 9 Snacks. The taste is out of this world.
1: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds?
0: uh, necrophilia.
1: Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, well, no one should have to watch this No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am in the most sincerest of senses disappointed in you.
0: Which means that it's time to wrap up this recording. Hope you enjoyed it, learned some important facts, or at least got a laugh. I'll check back next time after I get back from the Garbage Heap of the Future. Remember, folks, it's an ugly world out there, but even an ugly date can have a happy ending. So have another drink and enjoy the ride.
1: Shut it down! Shut it down! Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: There you have it. I'll continue to post these transmissions to the usual range of podcast sources as I receive them. If you'd like to review old transmissions or discuss the conspiracy with other believers, we have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com groups slash Witch The Doomsday Clock. You can also contact me on Twitter and Facebook as The Witch, which is T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Especially Ricky over at Hal Ming and Court over at Cinema Science, who both use their awesome skills to help support the creation of this project. Rock on, my brothers.